Yay, yay, yay. Yes, another Sunday. Thanks for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon uh, with me. Carly's on the other side. I'm here. And today we're going to be talking. We're going to have a very special person on, Robin. And uh, she is a guru when it comes to dog. She works for a doggy daycare uh, center. And so we're going to talk about doggy daycare, the pros and cons, and then what, what the owners need to know. Okay. What's like behind the scenes, what she's seen. But anyway, and then doggy do, uh, dog parks too. We're going to be discussing dog parks. So that Robin will be calling in. We'll be discussing that. And if you have any questions for Robin, you can call those in. But uh, she's, uh, I'll have to ask her. I can't remember how long she's been doing doggy daycare. She used to train with me. And then she decided that doggy daycare and that was fun. Instead of working with people, she just liked working with the dogs. And I totally get that. So anyway, um, so hopefully you guys had a good week. And the boy just seems like so far in the distance that uh, your New Year's Eve went well. Uh, I went up to Blacksmith. The 12 of us went up there, played the dice game, had a couple cocktails, had dinner, and then I uh, got home about eight at night, not in the morning, <laughs> and then watched uh, the ball drop and then crashed. And then uh, you see on uh, New Year's Day, just kind of hung around with the neighbors and and so it was, uh, it's just what I like to do. It's fun. Not fighting crowds or people drinking in the bars or whatever type thing. I, so, I was a bartender for 30 years. And so I always said that, boy, I'll tell you, on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, I am not going into a bar. But I did go to the bar. Yes, I did. But we got there at three and we were out there out of by eight. So there wasn't a lot of people there. So anyway, so hopefully you, you had a great New Year's, safe New Year's Eve and such like that. And then one thing I want to bring up is Doggy Depot. Yep, that's going to happen again this year down at Union Depot in downtown St. Paul. February 2nd is uh, from 10 to 2. I'll be down there at, with the Q&A section. And then uh, now one thing that we, I want you to do is go to mytalk1071.com, click on events, and then scroll down and you'll see the Doggy Depot. And then you can enter your dog in to be either the uh, canine the carnival is for the uh, winter carnival. So you could be the carnival uh, canine King Boris or the canine queen of snow. And so you can enter your dog to be that. So go to mytalk1071.com, you know, on the bar there, it'll say events, click on events. And then uh, you know, like just scroll down and you'll see where it says doggy depot. Click there to, to enter your dog. And I think he, they have to, all the entries have to be in by January 15th, January 15th. And so then they're going to, then you, uh, I guess we're all going to vote on who's going to be the winner and uh, go from there. So so anyway, so, so to mark that down on your calendar. It's a free event, so hopefully you can join us. All right. Uh, is Robin with us? All right. Let's just kind of jump in with Robin. Hi there, Robin. How you doing? Hi, Katie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I can't complain. Happy I can't complain. New Year. Yes, I know. It seems like it was so far in the distance and it was only when uh, Carly said it I'm like well, wait a minute wasn't that a couple of weeks ago I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy but you I've known now how long have you been doing doggy daycare oh on and off for about 12 years okay, that's what I thought I knew it was a while it was a while yeah and so I met Robin through my drug training classes and we just became good friends and she's a natural when it comes to dogs and so <laughs> thank you and there's so many people that are now are doing the doggy play groups and the dog parks and I'm not versed in it because I'm you know I train the dogs <laughs> yeah. but you are in the pits and so yeah. let's start out with doggy daycare what things do the the consumer need to know sure. you know just kind of explain from your you know what you what you do all day so when like if I drop one, they see behind the scenes. Sure. They kind of explain that. And then what the owners of dogs that are coming, you know, th what they need to know. 
Okay. Yeah, as a dog owner, probably the first thing you want to consider is your dog's personality. Um, doggy daycare is kind of like sending your kid to a birthday party all day. <laughs> so, um, you know, your dog's personality at home, you know, they might be the silliest, goofiest, most outgoing, fabulous dog at home. But then you take them on a walk or you take them to a dog food store or just out into the world and they get unsure or they, you know, they maybe aren't that crazy about meeting new people or right, not really wanting to sniff other dogs or, you know. Right. They're kind of, uh, yeah, they're uh, kind of lacking confidence. Yeah. They're just, they're just an introvert. Right. I mean, you know, just like people. Yes. Oh, exactly. There, there are dogs that are just introverts. They, they like being at home. They like their family. Um, yes. you know, they, they're perfectly comfortable, but then they get outside of that realm and they are uncomfortable, basically. I mean, it doesn't mean that they're fearful. It doesn't right. mean that they're bad. Right. You know, they, they just have preferences. And so the first thing you have to know is your dog's personality and, and be honest about it. The, not every dog needs to play with other dogs. Yes. That, that's kind of the big rule. So then how would you know that a dog is deemable for doggy daycare or the dog parks? But personality. Yeah, and I I think about, you know, if you take your dog for a walk, for example, and you come across another dog in a yard or someone else walking a dog or another person, you know, take a look at what your dog does. You know, there's, there's two ways that a dog is probably going to express some fear at the end of a leash. One is to try to get big and noisy. And okay. so they might yep. bark, they might put their hackles up, they might bring their te- their tail and their ears up. Kind of like, I'm big and scary, don't get any closer. Right, okay. And then the other way that your dog might show you that they're uncomfortable with meeting a dog or a person is that they would go into, they try to be small. So they tuck their tail and tuck their ears back so their ears are flat and maybe kind of lean into you a little bit and or a lot, (laughs) you know, Um, and just try to get really small, sort of like, you know, hey, maybe they won't see me and they won't come any closer. Yep, okay. So, you know, if your dog is doing things like that when they're on a leash, most likely that's that's probably going to happen when they are off a leash. All right. And so um, just be really honest about your dog's behavior also. But now now a lot of people think that by bringing them to these places that that's going to bring them out of their shell. And that's that's really not necessarily true. Okay. Um, I think if your dog is under a year old, that might happen and that that's that's like a 50 50 shot all right okay you know that's that's really you know because if your dog's under one year old their personality is still kind of developing they're still you know taking in new experiences and processing them and it's possible that they might find out that they really like birthday parties okay that they really like being with dogs off leash and playing but it also might be that it's too much for them, and, and they just aren't into it. They're so, looking for an exit. Yeah. So, um, so let's say you decide that your dog has a personality that is good for doggy daycare right. or even a dog park. Okay. The first thing you're going to do is visit without your dog. So you want to visit the doggy daycare without your dog, right. get a tour. You want to ask questions. Well, f- well, first of all, when you're getting your tour, you know, what does it smell like? Does it smell like they clean or does it not smell so hot? <laughs> that, that's probably your first thing. You know, you want a place that is, is, uh, is into up. being clean. Now, obviously, yes. it's going to smell like dogs. Right. Right. But, you know, you don't want the, you know, poo smell. Right, sure. right. Or urine smell, yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, 
make sure that you can, you're smelling, you know, look around. Does it look like the place is being taken care of, you know, or there aren't, you know, you don't want sheetrock and wires hanging from the ceiling and, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. You want it to look like they take care of the place. Uh Um, You also want to um, be able to get a tour. So some doggy daycares prefer that you call just because, and I'll talk about this a little bit when I talk about the schedule for a doggy daycare. Okay. There are certain times of day where it's better for the manager All right. to give you a tour. Oh, that makes so, sense. So, you know, it's not about, like, we want to be prepared. It's it's more about avoiding busy times right. with the dogs. Yep, craziness. So um, get a tour. You may or may not be able to see the play areas. And, again, that's not because doggy daycares are trying to hide anything necessarily it's because the dogs get really excited when visitors come. Oh, yeah. And one of the things we try to do in a dog group is keep the dogs as calm as we can. Okay. So that they're not all, you know, really aroused by something. Okay. So it's possible that you won't be able to see the play area, but you can get a feel for how loud it is, what it smells like. You know, ask to see the overnight care or or boarding area, even if you don't plan on using it. Okay. Just because you can gather some information from there as well. Okay. Then you will need to schedule your dog for an evaluation day. Right. So it's best for you to bring your dog as early as you can in the day. It's better if they're one of the first dogs to arrive. All right. Because then they can get into the group early in the morning where there's not a lot of dogs and then greet dogs as they come in. All right. Then when you pick your dog up at the end of that evaluation day, be very clear with that manager that you want to know the truth. Ask them, did they play with any other dogs? Ask, were they hiding in a corner? You know, ask them, did they see shy, seem shy or did they seem really gung-ho? All right. You know, ask a lot of questions. Um, sometimes doggy daycares might just say, oh, they were fine. But, you know, try to get some details. Okay. So you can and what happens if decision. they're, well, like, it's pulling teeth out of a saber-toothed tiger where they just kind of, because in my head, they don't, they want the business. Right. You know, so then they, they're thinking, well, maybe the dog might come around. You know, so that's what I worry about. Right. And, and honestly, the doggy daycare professionals that I know are really good at assessing that information. Okay. Um, they're really good at assessing a dog and being able to say, you know, there were little glimmers of them wanting to play, but they were kind of too shy today. It might be better next time. Oh, okay. But well, also, you can tell when a dog is just not having it. Right. Oh, exactly. You know, you can tell when a dog is just like, this is way beyond my comfort zone. <laughs> okay, and, hold on to the thought. we got to run to break. Okay, no hold, problem. Hold on. Hold on. Don't hang up. Okay, what do you get when you cross a cow and a rabbit? What do you get when you cross a cow and a rabbit? We'll be back. Alrighty then, we're back with the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday from 4 to 6. Answer your canine questions and occasional feline questions. What do you get when you cross a cow and a rabbit? Got any idea that, Carly? Uh, a spotted, a spotted bouncing thing. Oh, I don't geez. know. Let's bring up Robin and see if Robin knows. Okay, bring sounds good. Hey, Robin. Yes. Do you have any idea what you get when you cross a cow and a rabbit? The only thing I could think of is a moo bunny. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, that's no, fun. You get hair in your milk. Oh, God. Oh. You know, rabbits are called hairs? Yeah. Hair in your milk. 
Okay, that's good. I like it. All right, I'll take say? that one. What can you say? Gage, just joining us. We're talking to Robin. Uh, she works at a doggy daycare for about the past twelve years, on and off, and she's uh, taking her dogs to many dog parks. And she's kind of guru out there. She's in the trenches. So I just want to help people inform that doggy daycare is becoming such a big thing, and just you know what to look for, you know, and to know if your dog is conducive the personality to go to either the dog park or the doggy daycare. So when we left, we were talking about. We were talking about your dog's first day. Yep. Here we go. And, uh, you know, after that first day, like I said, on the first day, it's really important you just ask questions. Yep. So ask a lot of questions. Um, and write them down because people, would they, yeah. they get dumbfounded. Oh, that's and, a yeah, great write, idea. Yeah, write them down so that you know, like, just what we're talking now. You know, did he have a good time? Where was he? You know, stuff like that. Yep. So that people, you know, because you get there and just kind of, uh, you become deer in the headlights, you know? Yep. So. And it's a great time. And be aware that if you're coming, you know, towards the last two hours, so, for example, a daycare might open at 7 o'clock in the morning and then have last pickup at 6.30 at night. All right. If you're coming during the last two hours of that pickup, which most people do, it's going to be busy and there's going to be people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be aware that the, the management, the, the people that are bringing the dogs out to the owners might seem like they're in a hurry because mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, they are. <laughs> but, you know, stick to your guns and ask your questions. It's your right as the owner to know. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah. Or maybe if it's, it's the first time at your dog, go early so that right. you know the staff will have time with you. Right. And that, that's a good idea, too. Yep. That's a good idea, too. And then, um, you know, so let's say you decide that your dog is conducive or is, is a candidate for doggy daycare. Mm-hmm. No dog needs to go to daycare every day. Right. It's just, again, it, it, would you send your five-year-old child to a birthday party every, every day? day. You know, think about what they're going to act like when they get home. Right. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be exhausted. Well, I know a lot of people, that's what they want. They want the dog, but they just, you know, be seen and not heard. Right. And so by bringing them to doggy daycare, well, at least he got tired, but they're not realizing what the dog is going through, too. Right. And and that's a problem. You know, that's a a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So three days a week is probably the best for most dogs. Right. Um, and be aware that dogs do potentially age out of doggy daycare. Um, you know, when they get to be five years old, six years old, the party doesn't seem so fun anymore. Yes. And so, although, you know, daycares are very well versed in sorting dogs into different areas and, and we, um, the doggy daycare that I work for has areas for, you know, what we call, what I call, I should say I call, <laughs> the, the low and slow, you know, uh-huh. the dogs that just kind of like to hang out, right. get petted, maybe chase a ball for five minutes and then lay down, okay. you know, and, and, you know, that some dogs just like the companionship all day right. and be able to do that. Okay. Now, there are exceptions. If your dog has severe separation anxiety and you cannot leave them home alone, mm-hmm. then doggy daycare every day may be your only option. Mm-hmm. Um, we have dogs that have, that have come that have jumped out of picture windows <laughs> oh, when left home alone, have right. chewed through walls, you know, and so they're a danger to themselves if they're right. left home alone. Yep, definitely. So, so there are exceptions in, in extreme circumstances like that. Okay, okay. So a standard day at doggy daycare, and I'm talking, you know, in general, what happens, um, the doggy daycare that I work for does overnight care as well as daycare. Right. So um, there's staff there early in the morning, you know, like 6 a.m., to take care of the dogs that slept overnight. Right. So we're 
getting them outside to go potty. We're getting them fed. We're checking them all out, make sure everybody's doing well, had a good night, um, you know, and getting things set up for the morning. Okay. Then daycare opens, like, let's say, 7. Mm-hmm. And um, people start checking in with their dogs. And at that time, there's a, a handler in the play area, and dogs are let in one at a time, you know, in as orderly a fashion as possible. Okay, okay. Um, be aware that it's possible that your dog may have some fence issues, you know, may just not like it when dogs are coming in and out and, and you know, try to jump on the dogs or bite the dogs as they come in. So don't be offended if your dog is held out, you know, held out of group for an hour or oh, so. Okay, okay. Because they just might not be able to handle the chaos of dogs coming into the group. All right. All so right. that's possible. So they're just going to bring them in later and all the coming yeah. and goings are, are done. When when the incomings kind of slow down, right. we, we bring in the, the higher arousal dogs that just, they, you know, there are just some dogs that just don't. I, I think most of them think it's kind of fun and funny. Mm-hmm. But the dogs coming in don't really appreciate getting dive bombs oh, yeah, no kidding. as they come through the gate. <laughs> It'd be just like coming to that birthday party and all of a sudden somebody right. grabs you. you like know. the guy at the party that talks really close. Oh, yeah, there you go. And he greets you at the door. There you go. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then usually it's, it's playtime, you know. Um, we encourage uh, positive dog play. Um, we are trained to uh, recognize good dog play and, and participative dog play. So knowing when dogs are willingly participating in the play, um, breaking up the play to see if those dogs will go back and play with each other again so that they are actually agreeing to play with each oh, other. okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, we have toys most of the time. I mean, there, there are some situations where we have dogs that are toy possessive. Right. So we leave the, the toys out of, and they're, they're rubber balls, basically. Okay. Um, we will leave those out of the area if we have toy-possessive dogs. But, you know, lots of fetch. Um, you know, we try to break up the fetch so that we're not doing obsessive fetching. Right. Um, but, you know, there is fetching. Okay. And dog play. And so the, the handlers are moving around the areas a lot. We have playground equipment, like the kids' plastic playground equipment. Okay. So the dogs can go up the ramps and over the bridge and, you know, yep. through the little but, circle. The, what like do you call a little that? agility playground. Tunnel, place. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so the, the handler's job is to, you know, keep the group at a, an acceptable arousal level, make sure everybody's having a good time. Um, if there's a scuffle, we're trained to break up the scuffles. And honestly, in my 12 years, I think I've seen maybe two things, two incidences that I would actually call an all-out fight. Okay, okay. Um, and, it, 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 you know, if any kind of commotion happens, handlers are coming from all areas. So the manager will run in, the front desk person will run in, the housekeeping person, you know, everybody okay. runs in because okay. you get used to the sound. Right, exactly. Yeah, and you know, you, as you know as a dog trainer, if things get quiet, that's kind of when we're in danger. Yeah. If the dogs are making a lot of noise, you know, they're, they're usually just goofing around. Yes. yep. So, um, you know, there, there are scuffles, you know, it's just like, a, again, I hate well, to keep drawing 
parallels to kids, but but um, but that is it was just like kids playing on a playground, right? You know, whereas all of a sudden it's the play starts escalating, and if yep. somebody doesn't step in, somebody's going to get hurt, right? So there is a correlation between how dogs play. You know, they can escalate it, and kids can escalate right. it, right? And so you got to learn to jump in and read the signs and know before it you know all heck breaks out, right? And I, I think people can relate to an analogy involving a kid. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that dogs are kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that dogs are definitely different than a human child, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there are some, some similar there resulting are. situations. Yes, there are. So, yeah. Um, so, back to doggy daycare. We, we usually play till about 11 o'clock. Okay. Um, you know, we... You know, dogs are being pottied throughout the day, but, you know, we do like a master or potty. You know, everybody goes outside okay. around 11 o'clock, and then we have nap time. Okay. Um, some dogs that won't nap in a crowd go will be put into um, our open overnight suites. Okay. Um, dogs that will relax and, and get quiet in a group, we keep in the group. We bring in a bunch of blankets. We have raised beds. And we put on some soft music, and everybody goes to sleep except the handler. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on to that thought. we got to run to break. Great, thanks. Okay, hold on. Which creatures on Noah's Ark didn't come in pairs? Which creatures in Noah's Ark didn't come in pairs? We'll be back. All righty then. That would be me, Katie K9. All right. Which creatures on Noah's Ark didn't come in pairs? What do you think, Carly? I was thinking the people. Oh, that's true, too. That's good. Right? Let's bring up uh, Robin and see what Robin has to say. Robin, do you have any idea on this one? Well, you know what I did, right? What? Did you Google it? Of course. Oh, good. That's great. cheating. <laughs> okay, then what did you come up with? Let's see if you got the they right didn't answer. They come in pairs. The worms came in apples. Oh, yeah. yes, they <laughs> did. Oh, it's the, like a, oh, okay. It's like worms, a joke. The worms. Yes, it is. Oh, the okay. worms, they came in apples. <laughs> So, but mine was pretty good, though, too. Yeah, I got it. You, Robin, I'll tell you. I was you. thinking it more literal. Yeah, there you go. No, 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 no. The literal, yeah, with me, huh? huh? Yeah, I know. These That's, are dad jokes. That, These are dad yeah. jokes. Yeah. So, that I had to Google it you just Google for you, Katie. It. Good, great. I'm surprised that Google came up with that. <laughs> that surprises the crap out of me. The Google machine. You got to yeah, love it. I know it. That's craziness. But anyway, um, if, if anybody's got a question for Robin, give a holler, 651-641-1071. But then, Robin, what we're going to have to do is put you on hold, you know, if somebody calls in. Yeah. Because you, you can hear the question then. Yep. And then we'll put them on hold and come back to you for the answer, okay? Great. Okay, so continue on now. So, yep, so we have two-hour nap time. Yep. Um, after nap time, everybody, we do like that full-blown, everybody goes outside to go potty thing. Okay. Uh, we come back in, and then it's playtime until they go home. All right, all right. So um, that's that's really the day. That's the day. Yeah. Now, now as you said uh, earlier, some dogs age out. You know, where they used to have a good time, all of a sudden they, it's not so fun anymore. Yeah. Or not necessarily they don't have to be that old. I've seen some dogs at three, you know, three years old mm-hmm. that all of a sudden says, you know, I don't like all this nutsness anymore. I don't like this party anymore. And they started getting snarky. And then when people, the owner is told, well, your dog is not happy here anymore, you know, they take it personally, you know, type thing. So how do you soothe the feathers of owners like that? Right. And, and that's a big issue. And um, that, that's why we have to work really hard to have managers and go home handlers that um, can, can communicate and can kind of read a customer's even facial expressions. Cause a lot of our clients won't say that hurts my feelings. Right, you know? right, yeah. <laughs> um, the number one thing I can tell dog owners that want to take their dog to daycare is don't take it personally. Right. Um, 
a dog has a personality right. and they age and evolve yep. um, based on their training, mm-hmm. based on their experiences, based on their genetics. Right. Exactly. Um, there, there are certain dogs that are just not, you know, not great in a daycare environment. Yep. Um, a lot of dogs that are bred to herd other animals, um, the, the stress of the chaos yeah. of doggy daycare is too much for them yep. because they're trying to get everybody in a group yep. to yep. get orderly. Yep. And, and orderly is not the, not the word to use for doggy <laughs> That makes perfect sense. Safe. But not necessarily orderly. There you go. Then <laughs> we're talking like corgis, uh, you know, the Australian cattle dogs, yeah. the border collies, the, the the real big herding dogs. Yeah, and even, I mean, even a German Shepherd. Oh yeah, they have they a really dogs. high herding, or a Rottweiler, a really yep. high herding instinct. Yep, yep. You know that that can be a problem. And it's not even a problem. It's right. not a problem. Well, no, I should not use that word. Yeah, well, no, that's you are right. But the owners can see it as a problem. Well, right. My dog can't play with the other dogs. So, like, I have the bad kid on the block. But no, right. it's not. That's not it's, true. You just got to find something else that your dog excels at and, right. and, and will, will truly enjoy. And it's funny. I just read something on the Internet the other day that someone had put out that, that said, um, you know, not all dogs like to play with other dogs. I used to like going to the nightclub. But I don't like going to the nightclubs anymore, so I don't go. Yeah, exactly. There you, you know, go. I, I aged out of sort of that, you know, rave party right. thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, now we want to go to, you know, the local pub and, you know, just sit with a group of friends. Oh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. We don't want all the nutsness around. And that's, right. And it's the same thing. Dog. Your dog isn't broken if he doesn't like to play with no. other dogs. Or anything like that. Or it's not. And I think our owners take it personally. Just like with two-legged kids, you know, they, they, the mom and dad take their kids being obnoxious or not excel. You know, they take it personally. Mm-hmm. And they can't. You just got to say, okay, this is my child, whether it be two-legged or two, uh, four-legged. So what would be, what can I do for my kid or my dog that they will like? Instead of just saying, well, what did I do wrong and why can't it be better? Right. Or forcing him into it. Yes. You know, and, and saying, you know, no, you're going to go there and learn how to behave. Right. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. Right. That doesn't work. I, I have a, a, a Vishla who is almost one year old. And if anybody is familiar with a Vishla, very high energy. Yes. Um, very high energy. Yes. <laughs> and um, the problem that I have with my dog at daycare is he gets overstimulated and then loses his mind. Yeah. And especially, you know, he's young. He has a tendency towards being very active. And so for him, it's reining him back in. But it would be perfectly possible for him to become a dog at daycare that's not appropriate. Right. Because he thinks everybody wants to party, everybody wants to be his friend, everybody's going to play with him. Right. And, And that's not necessarily true. Right. So, you know, there, it's the both ends of the spectrum. Right. You know, dogs that want everybody to play too much all the time. Right. And, and dogs that just don't want to participate and just are not comfortable in that environment. Right. And, you got, and the owners have to be honest. Right. And, then, and some of it is lack of confidence, and you can work on that. You know, but then there again, they may not, uh, you know, still be conducive to a play, play group or, right. you know, like, whatever did we do without them? You know, we got together with family, friends, coworkers yep. that our dogs got along where it's a one-on-one or two, you know, two or our three dogs, you know, type thing. Because when you start getting more than three dogs, that becomes a wah machine. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, and then they have to rank. Somebody has to be one, two, and three. And so then I see that more so, but we'll talk about that dog parks. But anyway, so the thing is, is that, but that's the thing is that people have to be honest and the, the owners have to, you know, get their, uh, 
ego out of it. <laughs> yep. And then do what is best for the dog. Just because your dog is a wall factor, you know, that in sending them daycare is what you want is not maybe necessarily what they do. And then by you trying, let's say a dog has been, been doing fine and all of a sudden hits that wall and just said, you know, I don't like it anymore. And now he's starting stirring the pot. Now you got to talk to them and say, well, you know, it's time for him to kind of not come again. Right. <laughs> and, and we usually, we will normally give a dog multiple opportunities. Um, we, in the doggy daycare that I have worked for, we have seven different areas. Wow. And they're, you know, they're sorted by play styles, by size. You know, there's a lot of different factors that go into what group a dog goes into. Right. And that's so, another thing, too, how you find a good doggy play group. Right. Okay, that's, a, you know, where, as you said earlier, you know, do the tour, talk to the people. Mm-hmm. What does it smell like? What does it look like? You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. But how do I know them? Um, that w- if I'm going to some, you know, Patsy's <laughs> dog, that, that they, the people they have in, um, in, on staff knows what you know. And then, you know, will that, my, you know, it's just like anything, finding a day- daycare worker for, you know, a two-legged child or, you know, for, uh, you know, for a dog. Right. So, but you, you have to trust your gut. Okay. You, you do have to trust your gut to a certain... I mean, you are turning over your dog to people you don't really know. Exactly. I mean, I mean that's the truth of it. Exactly. And so if you're feeling uneasy, yep. then go to a different doggy daycare, see if they make you feel more at ease. Okay, good, good. Um, if, if all of them make you feel uneasy, then maybe assess your attachment to your dog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the mom with the first child going to kindergarten, yeah. you know. <laughs> it is hard. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, even for me, knowing the ins and outs and how the, the daycare works, yep. it's difficult for me sometimes to drop my dog off for overnight care. Okay. Um, it, it, it just is. Yeah. It's just, it, you know, it's just out of my control. <laughs> and so it's, it, you know, it's just that control freak factor on my part. Yeah, well, no, no, that, I think that's true with everybody, though. I, I can't imagine dropping my dog off at a place to wa- be watched. Right. You know, I come to my house or whatever, but I, I, I don't know how if I could do that. Yeah, I but can't imagine you dropping I, your dog but, off anywhere you Yeah, can. and, and you can, we all know how much I travel. <laughs> you know, White Bear, you right. know, Forest Lake. <laughs> Grove. Yeah, there, once, in a, once a week down to University and, and 280. But yeah, so I, I had Will's my daycare then. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I mean, it is, it is a, a, a level of trust. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I want you to talk to the managers. And, you know, there might be a different manager in the morning than there is in the afternoon. So there might be two people for you to talk to. Okay. Um, you know, and, and if there is an, a situation where your dog is not playing or seems uncomfortable or it has a scuffle with another dog, ask them about are there other group options, you know, or, or when you're doing your tour, ask them how do you decide what dog goes into what group. Right. You know, and, and see what, what they say. I, I have to say the managers that I have worked with, um, you know, especially the managers I'm working with right now are exceptional. Cool. Um, it, ta- it takes a really special person, I think, to be able to get to know that many dogs yes. and be able to sort them into appropriate groups. And it's, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. Well, that's good. That's so, good. So, um, you know, if I were uncomfortable with that, that would be a big red flag. Yep, yep. Um, we also try to keep our groups, you know, to 15 dogs. Right. If we can, and, and if we can't, then we try to bring in another handler. So is it one handler for 15? Yeah. That seems like a lot. But you got to remember the way these groups are sorted. So uh-huh. let's say I have 15 dogs and I'm in, you know, two-year-old 
really active big dog group. Okay. Right? Yep. Probably five of those dogs want to just lay around. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Probably five of those dogs are just in there because they like the big dogs. Uh-huh. They like the active dogs. Like we have some dogs that are older, you know, eight, nine, mm-hmm. that like to hang out with the youngsters. <laughs> they just like it. Okay. They like to hang out there because they'll fetch for a little while and then they'll go lay down. Oh, okay. Um, you know, 10 of them out of that 15 will just be regular average players. Play for a little while, fetch for a little while, hang out for a little while. You know, just kind of real amiable dogs. Okay. And then there might be one or two that are, you know, what I'll call a wild card. Okay. <laughs> where they have to be watched. Okay. You know, that, that um, you, you have to pay attention to who they're playing with, how they're playing. Maybe they escalate and start to play rough. Uh, maybe they get, their, they get offended easily. <laughs> you know, if a, a dog, you know, bites their ear or, you know, bites their foot, uh-huh. they get mad. So then what do you do? Do they get a timeout? Yep. Okay. Then we get timeout. We have crates. We have uh, wire crates in the area. We also have multiple gates. All right. So that we can gate dogs off to give them timeout. Oh, yeah. okay. Good. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like you have 15 dogs all going, keep birthday. (laughs) You know, that's not, you know, they're sorted so that it's an even group. Okay. As far as energy. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the energy. Okay. Once again, getting hold on. (laughs) Now, don't Google this answer. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Don't Google this. Okay. (laughs) Where did the turtle fill up his gas tank? Where did the turtle fill up his gas tank? We'll be back in a sec. Alrighty then, thank you for tuning in, sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Well, it doesn't seem like afternoon anymore because it's dark. So do I say sharing the evening? You know, it's quarter to five for Petey's sakes. You know, I, mean, I think I'm getting older because now, you know, Will and I look at Will and says, uh, what time you want to eat, 4.30? That's <laughs> like know, senior citizen time. <laughs> well, I hate eating late anyway because it just sits in your gut, you know? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so just a reminder, uh, get to sign up your or enter your dog. Uh, to be in the 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 winter carnival, to be canine king Boreas or canine queen of snow, go to mytalk1071.com, click on events, scroll down, and you'll see where it says Doggy Depot, and go scroll down a little bit farther, and you'll see where you can enter your the dog's picture to be part of that. So check that out at mytalk1071.com. All right, hopefully Robin didn't Google. Where did the turtle? Where did the turtle fill up his gas tank? I think? know this one. Do we, okay, well, okay. Let's give well, Carly. Give th- th- Car- I got. I got nothing. I mean, you got nothing. A shell. Shell what? oil. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is it really? Ding 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 ding. Yes. Ding. Very good. At the Look shell at station. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and you I got it. I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, something with the shell. Your yeah, exactly. Perfect. And shell stations are coming back. You hadn't seen them around for a long time. Oh yeah, I know. No, all of a sudden they're starting to pop up and. All the other ones are going away. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Robin. Yes. We we're talking to Robin. She uh, has worked at uh, Doggy Daycare for about 12 years. I've known her, oh my goodness gracious, I don't know, 20 years or so. And uh, she started, used to trade dogs with me. And then she decided she'd rather be the master at organizing <laughs> the dogs instead of organizing the the, uh, the humans, okay? And she's doggone good. And, so that's, and there's so many people going to dog parks and doggy play groups. And I just wanted, I am not educated on that. And I wanted her to talk uh, to my listeners, you know, that's somebody that's in the trenches that can help make her job easier just like a on a um 
a groomer, when you have a groomer, they, they can tell you little things to do so that you don't have a mess when you bring them to the groomer, okay? Right. And then this here, especially, is working with the personality. Because if, you know, you, if the owner insists that that dog will play at this play group, you know, and then, like I say, how do you say no unless somebody's really brassy? Right. But, so that's all purpose here to help educate these people as far as now the questions. Write them down. Write down the questions that you want to ask. And maybe we can kind of go over a quick list of that. What are some things that just pop up that they should write down to ask the, the daycare? Other than you go first or go for the tour, then what questions are we asking? Well, ask them how they sort the dogs into play groups. Okay, how they sort, okay. Ask them how many play groups they have. How many play groups? Um, ask them how many dogs per handler. How many dogs per handler? Um, ask them the schedule. Schedule, okay. Um, so, like, uh, especially if they have a nap time, ask if your dog will be put away somewhere or if they'll stay in the group. Right. You know, so I don't know that that matters, but it's always good to have information. Oh, yeah. More info is best. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. I'm trying to think. Hey, no, I think that, that's about the main things there. I mean, you could ask about the training for their staff mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You know, we have a, a four-week training schedule with our staff where they're slowly um, – Unleashed. <laughs> Slowly unleashed into being able to manage their own group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you could ask about that. How, you know, how are your handlers trained? There, there's no certification or anything. Right. Um, you know, the dog trainers and, and you know, there just isn't any right. kind of a right. you degree. Either, I can't right. get a degree in doggy daycare. No, you can't. So. Right, because either you have the talent or you don't to understand yeah. dogs, how they think, what what you're seeing in front of you. It can't be taught. Well, you, you could become more aware of certain things, yes. Right. But as far as you either got that instinct, you know, to pay attention or whatever, just like a dog to being a dog trainer. Right. Some people don't have that, you know, they might get along fine with the dog, but don't get along with the owner. Right. And being a dog trainer, you got to get along with the owner and the dog. Right. <laughs> and so that's the thing. you got to find one that, you know, is that is good at what they do because there's good and bad and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now I suppose we better, everybody's going to say, okay, where does Robin work? So I'll get let you get a little plug in here, Robin. <laughs> where do you work? I work for a great company called Dog Days. Okay, Dog Days. Um, dog Days also owns Metro Dogs in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, dog Days has three locations for daycare, um, one off of Creton and Vandalia on Vandalia Avenue. All right. One on University Avenue, downtown St. Paul. Right. And one on Grand Avenue. Um, the Grand Avenue location takes small dogs, basically. Right. Only, so um, that's our smallest location. Oh, I see. Okay. Sounds yeah. Because I know everybody's going to say, okay, where, where does he work? I know. And so, it, so I have to get, let you get the plug in there. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been very happy there. And, and um, good people, good owner. Um yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, what am I going to say, right? Well, I I'm going to come on the radio and say. Well, yeah, but no, but I know but, you. You wouldn't work for somebody that you did not believe no, in, how they no. ran things. You know, so it, I, Especially when it came to dogs. Yes. If, if I thought that anything was happening at that company where they were putting them in danger yep. or yep. didn't have the best interest in the dog at heart, there's, there's just no way I could work exactly. there. Exactly. Um, and, and in good conscience. And so, so that's why that's why I, I, I like I say I trust I you know, I I wanted you to talk about because you do you know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Thank now you. now you betcha. Okay. So now doggy daycare. Is there anything else we need to add to that? I don't think so. Okay. Um, did you want me to just kind of dovetail into dog yep. park? Let's go to dog parks then. If we're done with the doggy daycare, okay. let's go into dog parks. I think now that we've talked about doggy daycare, what people have to understand about a dog park is that. 
the owner is now the dog handler. Yes. Or you, so, the, so you are now the dog handler. The, you're the one controlling the situation. Exactly. What your job was is to control the situation while the dogs are playing. Now Correct. it's now it's my job. My Correct. dog is playing, so I've got to be aware of what's what the dynamics is going Correct. on. Okay. So, so as the owner of that dog, it's your job to watch your dog. So that means watch your dog. That you can't. Well, you can, but <laughs> it's preferable that you don't go to a dog park and stand around with your coffee and your phone. Right. And stare at your phone. Right. Or visit with the people that are around there and yeah, not and you're pay gonna attention. You're going to visit with the people, but you can, you can talk while you're looking at your dog. Yep, that's true. So, you know, you, you need to watch your dog. You also need to learn a little bit about dog interaction. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I said earlier was when things get quiet, mm-hmm. That's when danger is approaching. All right. If a dog or dogs are going to fight, they're going to freeze. Yep. And, and they're going to get really slow. Yep. So if your dog is frozen and moving really slowly, you need to call them back to you. Get them out of that situation. Yep. And, you know, um, I, when I go to the off-leash dog park, you know, I carry a slip leash with me so that I can slip it around a dog if I need to mm-hmm. um, instead of just a clip. Okay. Leash. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? Yep, it makes sense. Yep. Um, I mean, even with your clip leash, you could, you know, loop it around a dog and, and lead them away. Yeah. So I, I normally carry my leash around my neck. You know, I drape it around my right. neck because right. I, I have it accessible. Um, another great idea about a dog park is to keep moving. Um, we have a dog park. I, I live in Cottage Grove in the South Metro. Yep. We have a great dog park here called Wag Farms Dog Park, mm-hmm. and they have done an excellent job of creating hiking trails, walking trails. And so keep moving with your dog. You know, walk the trails. Let your dog sniff around. Encounter people naturally as you're walking. Right. Just keep moving. Right. Because things are going to get, are going to be able to escalate if you stop in one location for a long time. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good to know. But again, you need to use your instincts. If you go there and you have a bad feeling about a particular dog, (laughs) you need to leave. Yeah. If you go there at 9 o'clock in the morning and you keep seeing the same dog that you don't think is okay, then don't go at 9 o'clock in the morning. Go at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) If you have a dog that you think is not really into the dog play, don't go during the big hours. So don't go before 8 a.m. and don't go after 5 p.m. Okay. Because that's when the parks are usually the busiest. Okay, okay. You know, the, the biggest thing that I, that I try to stress to dog owners is when you go to the dog park, you are now responsible for the safety of, of your, your dog. dog. Well, hold on to that. Of course, you got to go to break again. Thank you. So hold on. Okay, here, here. What do you get when you cross a goat and a computer? What do you get when you cross a goat and a computer? We'll be back.